still haven't closed a deal yet in your real estate business? Then you have found the right place. This is the Fearless Millionaire Podcast, where you can gain clarity, confidence, cash flow, and build your business the right way. From the inside out, here's your fearless leader, Nathan Amaral. Absolutely freezing outside. I don't, I haven't looked at the weather. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. Here it is. It's currently... 28 degrees. Burr. <laughs> I was just coming from Charlotte. We had an amazing weekend, by the way, at the at the third annual Fearless Millionaire Investor Meetup. That was fantastic. Actually, the surveys have been pouring in. We did an after-event survey. Surveys have been pouring in saying, this was such a great event. I 100% liked it. It was way better than I expected. And that's awesome. That's exactly what we look for. Now, the next time we will have our next event in Charlotte will be next year. Uh, and then we have another one coming up in, in uh, Rhode Island. We have another one coming up in, uh, I think it's Phoenix, at, or later in the year. We have them all over the country. Good meetup groups. We keep them small. We don't like them big. This isn't some big seminar, but it's a great time for us to network with people who are of like-minded in our Fearless Millionaire community. People who have gone from being stuck and needed a breakthrough to gaining that clarity, how so many people, I, I don't know, maybe 50, maybe 60%, I, I should have took a poll, but at least 60% of the people in the room, and actually, there were six members that couldn't make it, they were, they got their ticket, they were gonna come, but they just, at the last minute, they had stuff come up, it was kind of interesting, but that's kind of normal um, in, in, in most events, if you have like either a seminar or a live event, not everyone, even if they buy tickets, is going to make it. It's just it's just how it is. Um, after after like 14 years of being in the seminar industry, uh, that's just that's just typically how it is. So we had six people who showed up, and actually one of them, Genus Garcia, uh, actually had to fly out the morning of I think it was the the night before. He had to fly out and uh, go to a rehab project in Ohio. And uh, he just had a phenomenal weekend. I just got off the phone with him. He's doing really great things over there and building up his business. So, and that's just one story. There, there was a bunch. And and some of the lineup speakers was, we had uh, my one of my attorneys in North Carolina. I have about four in North Carolina. But one of my attorneys, Harry Marsh, he was there giving out some great values and tips on how to build your real estate business, but how to protect it. Right, and he kind of he debunks some myths, and you know he's really a funny guy, but he's straight to the point. Like he's just straight to the point, gives it to you raw, and that's the way we like it—just bold, straight to the point. So it was great to have him there. Then we had one of my business partners, Mike McKenzie. Mike uh, has been in real estate, oh, I think a, a long time, but him and I have known each other for about six years. And we last year, in the beginning of last year, we, we uh, became business partners. It, it, it was he was actually exiting another partnership, and it was a good opportunity for us to start working together. And so we did that. And so we've been working together, and that's moving forward. And um, <clears throat> and then what he talked about at the event was how to simplify your life. You know, there's one thing I've always liked about Mike is that he is a very simplistic guy. Like if it's if it's too cluttered or there's a lot going on, if there is 
Um, if it's stressful, like high stress, Mike doesn't like to do it. So I've actually learned a lot from him just because let, let me tell you something. I don't know if you knew this about me, but when I first got started in the real estate investing industry, I started off in wholesaling houses. That means I would flip contracts and I'd flip, I'd do transactional closes and I'd flip deals and I was end up doing like six of these a month. Well, I was doing it all alone. At the time, there was no Upwork.com. There was no, uh, you know, I, I remember that my my only automation tool was eFax. And uh, so if, if you've been doing this a while, you know how outdated that is. So that was like my number one automation tool. And I was closing about six deals a month. And I realized like after about, I don't know, maybe a year into it, I was at these high levels of stress, not including my bad relationship that I was going through at the time. And um, I was under these high levels of stress. That that stress put me in the hospital. I was throwing up blood and it was just getting really bad. They put me on the purple pill. It just got me, it just got really bad. So what I ended up doing was I had to reorganize my life. I had to simplify my life. And I had to make it, it, it seem... Um, more reasonable, let's call it, uh, have the ability to manage it more properly. And I learned so much over those years. Uh, in the past, after that happened, I learned so much over the years from guys who automate their business uh, and streamline it. And anyway, Mike, uh, about six years ago, I learned some cool things from him. And he was speaking at the live event talking about how to simplify your life, how to make it easier, how to, it was, it was really good. He gave some great tips also. And then, Yes, then we had a motivational speaker, um, a, an entrepreneur who came in with a, a great motivational story, Ryan, um, I just forgot his, Ryan Sanderson, I just forgot his last name, I, I, I apologize, um, <laughs> but uh, he's been a good buddy of mine, and he has such an amazing story, I mean it, like, one one thing, and I'm glad he talked about this, but first of all, Ryan's a really humble guy, so he didn't like... You know, he wasn't very proud or boasting or anything like that. But let me tell you, Ryan has an amazing work ethic. Like, the guy just gets to work. And it's obvious. It's clearly visible. Multiple six-figure income over the years, working at other other people's companies, but multiple six figures and doing really well for himself. Um, and then he just recently made the switch to take that step forward and leave his job. That's not an easy thing if you've ever done it before. I remember when I did that 10 years ago, um, I was working you know, a full-time job, and uh, even though I had my business started on the side, I, I left my job, and I said, you know what? I'm just going to do this, and, and you know, for me, I felt like it was a little easier. I already had some training under my belt, like I was sharing with everyone in the room. For me to leave my job years ago... I was already I was already trained by Tony Robbins. So that training was very easy for me to just pick up and go. It wasn't I didn't have to like think about it for a year. I didn't have to think about it for 6 months. I didn't have to think about it for 6 weeks. No. I literally thought it probably less than 6 days or 6 hours and I was on my way. No, literally it was probably like a few weeks, but um it didn't take me long because of my training. The training I had from Tony Robbins was what got me to make to take action and make decisions quickly. So and that ha I took those training back when I was like 18 and 19 and 20 and up until when I when I started my own company when I was 20 when I was 20? No, no, when I was 21 and I started my own uh consulting company when I left my job cuz I started a company when I was younger than that. I started my first company when I was 19. Um but when I left my job and the security blanket of that check coming in every month because I used to get paid once a month, uh, that security of that income 
Uh, and I just faced it head on. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to do it. And Ryan is another testimony to that whole um, building confidence, you know, gaining clarity, building confidence, and stepping forward. And and I know it can be scary. And if you've if you're in this position, and maybe you want to leave your job, maybe you've been thinking about it for some time. What's really important is that you have a like a, a, another security blanket. Here's what I mean: you either start a business now while you're working your job, and you wait until you replace your income. That means your business should have enough income to replace your current job. That's really important, okay? Don't just get up and jump in because not every business succeeds, okay? It's literally, it's it's more than 50%, okay? I don't know what the exact figures are these days, but, you know, a lot of statistics are thrown around that, you know, eight and out of every 10 businesses fail. So um, Ryan uh, had many failures throughout his life, and he knew he wasn't just going to get up and leave his job. He's got a family, he has kids, but it was when he had enough of a nest egg, and his business was already generating good revenue. He had a lot of clients in place. He had built he had built other companies actually before this company right now, and it, it already gave him that experience and it gave him that confidence that he's saying, you know, hey, I can do this, I can make it. Uh, prior to that, I remember when I first met Ryan, we actually met through his sister and uh, we in- we got introduced online that way and we um, eventually met up in person. We actually took a, a road trip together. We went down to, um, we went from Charlotte to Atlanta to the world of Coca-Cola and it was just awesome. It was one of the coolest trips I, I'll never forget. We had a great conversations on the way down. We had an amazing experience at the world of Coke. It was just I mean, we watched the video, the, 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 uh, what is it? Taste of happiness. No, I forget the name of the video, but it's called the happy, something with happiness, open happiness video, maybe something like that. But listen, if you've never, by the way, if you've never been to the world of Coke in Atlanta, Georgia, you got to check it out. It is amazing. Even if you don't drink Coca-Cola or any of diet Coke, whatever, any Coke products, you just got to check this place out. It's really good. But the video that they play, it's a six minute video called Something of happiness. I think it's a world of happiness or something like that. Uh, you got to check it out. It is. I, I've seen the movie. You would think I would know the name for crying out loud because I've literally watched this movie pr- over 15 times. Okay. I've been to the world of Coke now probably four times. And what I tell the staff, because most people, what happens, what they do is they go, they go to uh, this theater. There's like a theater and you sit down and, um, and, and then you sit down and you watch this six minute video. But I remember after I watched it the first time, after I watched it the first time, I was laughing and crying within six minutes. That's how that's how good it was. It was just so emotionally moving. And then I'll never forget. So I watched it the first time with actually my family. We we took a trip down there. It was absolutely great. We went to Stone Mountain and we went to the, the Delta Flight Museum and we also went to uh, World of Coke and it was great. I think we spent like two weeks doing all that. Anyway, we... Um, after that, I said, man, I, I got to go back to the world of Coke, which I did. I went back to the world of Coke. I've even gone by myself. And it is. And I remember I would tell the staff, I'd say, hey, I just want to sit and watch this video like three times. And I've done that numerous times because the video is so damn good. Like, Mark, you know, if you're in business, marketing is so important and no one does it like Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is one of the biggest and best marketers in the world. Like they are just phenomenal at what they do. Um, So yeah, anyway, uh, just something to keep in mind. And they have some great core values as well. Okay, so 
Ryan and I went, you know, we've gone down to Atlanta, Georgia together, went to the World of Coke. We also stopped. Ryan knew this. I forgot what it was, but Ryan knew about this monument somewhere in Georgia. And it was about these stones. It was kind of like a conspiracy theory monument. It was really interesting. And it had all this history. And anyway, we took selfies and pictures and we were there for like an hour, just kind of like soaking this conspiracy monument all in. Uh, and then we drove back and uh, yeah, it was a good time. And I think we got pulled over by the cops. We did. Yeah, I think we did, which is pretty normal for me. And actually this trip, I just came from, I just came from Charlotte, by the way. So uh, I was in Charlotte for a week and then now I'm in Massachusetts. And this was actually the first time I was in North Carolina or in Florida and I didn't get a speeding ticket. Amazing. Like it was just amazing. So when I went with Ryan, I ended up, we got pulled over. I got a speeding ticket and uh, yeah, that was just a lot of fun there. Um, and uh, and then now now I'm in Massachusetts. So the, the, the Ryan spoke about um, <clears throat> his story and the motivating factors of what he did to increase his life and the steps he took. And most importantly, he talked about how he left his job and now how he runs this coffee company, him and a business partner, which is which is actually a key important thing, by the way. I know a lot of people start off in business alone and they have no accountability partner. And, and, it's, and I'm not going to say all the time. Of course, I can't say that. But most of the time, if there's not some support, whether it's a business partner or a mentor or a coach to lean on, that business doesn't get too far. What ends up happening is there's like tremendous growth. I don't, I can't remember his name, but Elon, I remember Elon Musk had a business partner when he launched uh, PayPal. It was him and his business partner. And, you know, and, and, and they built that to a very big company. And, and, and then, you know, I just, I just find that over the years when I've been consulting with people that they tend to have a lot more success when there's someone involved, whether it's a direct business partner or a coach or a mentor, someone to push them along the way to get things done, to close deals, to make things happen. And that's what Ryan did with this coffee company. Even prior to that with his trash removal company, he had a business partner and those companies went to another level like they really did and really fast too, which was awesome because you have someone accountable to, you know, and I, and I shared this, I want to share something with you when I, at the, um, at the meetup, one of the things I shared is, you know, we go through life as children and we have parents, they guide us, they show us the way they tell us, don't do this, do that. And then we go to school and then we have teachers that tell us, uh, don't do this and do that. Right. And then we go to a, we graduate and we get a job. And then we have a boss and managers that tell us, don't do this and this is how you do that. Right? And then when we start our own business, who do we have? Nobody. Nobody. We're all alone. So it, it, it's kind of interesting how we go from system to system to system, right? We go through all these management systems. And then when we start our own business, it's like we're lost. Right, we're just lost, and it's actually it's like half of us is happy that we're free, right? Especially if you're even if you're business building a business at the same time, but if you just jump into your business, half, many people are just like, "Oh, I'm free. I can do what I want. I can make all these decisions." Well, yeah, that's true, but the, when it comes to progress, when it comes to results, there's a lot of power in accountability. There's a lot of power in having a boss. There's a lot of power in having a manager. There's a lot of power in that. That's why companies build the way they do. And that's why they have systems in place. And that's why they're able to scale. 
because there is a structure. There's an organization. Your company has to have an organization. If you're all alone, there's nothing wrong with that, but you need to set up an organization, right? You can be the CEO of your own business and you can make the rules and you can have a good six-figure, seven-figure business. But if you really want to scale your business, if you really want to, you know, have automation and systemization and have, you know, uh, where you're not the sole uh, you know, a uh, sole provider, you're not the only moving part to that business, then you need to scale, you need to automate and do and uh, not duplicate, delegate, you need to delegate. So those things all need to happen in order for you to build a business that you can honestly say that you can walk away from, and it continually makes money from you. Now, I know this in my opinion, I think there's some truth to that. You can walk away from a business maybe for an extended period of time and and and, and it makes money on its own. However, there always needs to be some form of management in place, right? Nothing can run forever without management, okay, without accountability. And that goes for you. If you're starting your own business, you need to have that kind of management and accountability. And that's one of the things that Ryan also brought up at the meetup group was even though he took those steps, he got another business partner in the coffee business that he has to help him grow not only faster, but to have that accountability. Now, if you are ever in Rock Hill, I think it's Rock Hill, South Carolina. I don't know. It's either Rock Hill, South Carolina, North Carolina. I get the two confused with Fort Mill. But if you're ever in the Carolinas, I highly recommend you get over to Knowledge Perk Coffee uh, Brewery. A coffee brewery. I'm talking like it's a bar. Like it's a brewery. (laughs) I'm going to call it Knowledge Perk the Coffee Experience because this is a -a one-of-a-kind coffee experience. Not only can you customize your own coffee, but you actually get knowledge built in with your coffee. You actually get to know where um, it was grown, how it's made, how it becomes a final product. There's even a virtual reality element to it. It is an experience. It's not just a drive-through. It's an experience. And that is something I think everyone, I, I listen, I went there uh, mid last year and I just saw the small square space they were starting from and the coffee roaster and everything they had. It was great. And then I saw the big building they had on the side of it that they were expanding to and remodeling. So when I get back down to Charlotte, probably like sometime later on this year, I want to go check it out when it's almost finished because it is just, it's just a sight to see. So you got to check it out. Ryan was a great speaker at the meetup group. He gave us some great motivation tips and how the action steps he took. And it's just really a great story. It really is. Um, So it was great to have him there as well. Uh, And then I was supposed to do a talk on raising private money, but we were tight on time actually, and I couldn't do my talk on raising private money. So I committed to the group that I'm going to put together a presentation and email it to everyone, a video presentation, email it to everybody. And so I'm going to do that. But we also did, what I did have time for was some mindset exercises, the clarity exercises, which is really important in the fearless millionaire process, right? That freedom formula process is that gaining clarity part. And that gaining clarity part is the mindset exercises that we did. We did the one year to live exercise and we did the I am exercise. Now, if you don't know what those are, 
you got you, you got to come out to our events or you got to get into the training. Maybe you got to get the Fearless Millionaire Freedom Formula. We do those same trainings in the Freedom Formula program because you have to get completely clear. Okay, you have to be completely clear on what you want. You have to write these things down, whether it's digitally or physically. I write all my stuff down digitally these days, and uh, you just you can write it down physically if you want. That's no problem. Pen and paper always works, also. Uh, but do it so it's in your face, so you post it in a place you can remember it, and so that you are consistently looking at it and asking yourself the question, the number one question that's really going to help you get closer to your goals. And that is, what can I do today to get myself one step closer to my goal? All right. That's what can I do today to get myself one step closer to my goal? Now, if you do that and ask yourself and look at your list every day and you literally put the work in, you put the time and focus towards it, then you will discover that your goals are naturally going to just start happening. They do. I don't know when. I don't know how fast. I would be. It would be silly of me to make that claim to you and say, yeah, you're going to get it done in 30 days and it's going to happen. No. It will happen as time goes by and you continually take steps forward. That's how life is. It's a beautiful process, by the way. It's the journey. The journey is a much better experience than the um, than what? The destination. Once you reach your destination, it's cool, you achieved it, but the journey is where the story is. So with that being said, the Fearless Millionaire uh, Investor uh, Meetup Group, third annual, was fantastic. It was in Charlotte. I'm going to be in Massachusetts for the next few days. I got a few meetings. I got a few just hang out with friends and family. My friend got to pick me up last night at the airport. Um, actually, very interesting story. This doesn't happen too often. Now, if you've been following me for quite some time, you know I am like super loyal to basically just a few companies, but number one, when it comes to when it comes to travel, I'm loyal to very two two, con- two countries. <laughs> I'm loyal to two companies, and one of them is Delta Airlines, and the other one is Ritz Carlton. And I'm just very loyal to those companies. And if I'm traveling, I, I it's it's usually one of those two companies. It's not too often that I you know take another option. Uh, so well, yesterday I was uh, I was leaving out of um, Charlotte. And anyway, we're leaving the airport, we're on board, and as we're on the taxiway, we're getting like ready to like turn, we were turning the corner to get on the main runway, and all of a sudden, there was just this, and I was like half dozing off, I had my my iPad open, and I'm already half sleeping, and I was out, I literally was out, and all of a sudden, there was this like big boom, and then a drop, and I actually thought that a plane, another plane like hit the back of our plane. I wasn't sure what happened because all I just woke up and I just felt this big bang and heard this big bang and I heard people screaming and I'm like, what the hell just happened, right? So I'm hearing all this commotion going on and the captain comes on and he says, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I just uh, want to let you know that uh, we're going to, not to be too, too worried or fearful, let me tell you what happened. We just had a flat, tire we blew a tire and i was like dang we blew a tire like that like it it was it was crazy so they thought they were going to send maintenance to come out and fix the tire and uh while we're on the runway and uh uh, when the maintenance came out and looked at it that didn't happen it what they weren't they weren't able to do that so we had to go taxi back 
to the gate. Well, that entire process took about an hour and a half. They get us to the gate. They thought they were going to fix it at the gate. They said, no, within 10 minutes, they're like, no, we're going to get you in another plane. Go to B-13. So everybody leaves the plane. We go to B-13. And then within 10 minutes, we're boarding the next plane and we're taking off. So the longest part, we just got held up on the on the runway there for about an hour and a half. It was it's really no big deal. But you know what? Um, it was amazing to hear people complaining. It was like, oh my gosh, like, really? Like, really? Uh, I mean, you know, if your car got a flat tire, <laughs> you know, you're going to be delayed. But I think just people, you know, just were just ungrateful. I don't know. I, I mean, it's just to me, I, I ended up watching a few more, um, you know, watching a few more shows on my on my iPad. I uh, edited a few videos, listened to some of my uh, my audio book. I got some stuff done. To me, it was no big deal. Uh, you know, it just inconvenienced my buddy who was picking me up at the airport, told him it was coming in a little bit later. Anyway, uh, they, we got, I arrived safely. It was, it was fine. You know, I'd rather be safe than sorry and have, you know, some accident happen, some crazy accident, you know? So just absolutely, uh, uh, there's actually a, a comedian, um, Louis C.K., yeah, Louis C.K. talks about how, you know, you know, it used to, today it takes, you know, from, from Los Angeles to Boston, it takes like six hours, whatever, five and a half, six hour flight. Do you know years ago that used to take people like 30 years? <laughs> and he makes a joke about this. People used to die on their journey over to the West. Um, you would have like two or three kids by the time you reach there. And today we can get there in just a few hours. You know, it's just, you know, we're flying 30,000 feet in the sky, you know, in a chair. And we don't even contribute to the flight. You know, we just sit in a chair and drink our soda and our, eat our popcorns. And, uh, anyway, um, Louis uh, C.K. makes a great, you should check it out on YouTube. It's really funny. Uh, Louis C.K. makes a great uh, joke about that. But, you know, it just happens. It's part of, it's part of travel, you know, and you, you know, you entrust that the airline or the hotel is going to do their best to make it up to you. You know, it's just how it is. Uh, so anyway, here in Massachusetts, I'll be here for a little while and then I fly out to go to Portugal and I can't wait to get to Portugal because it's probably going to be, well, it is not probably, it is a little bit warmer. Actually, right now it's 61. <laughs> <laughs> That's way better. Oh, I noticed I have my stuff on Fahrenheit, which I normally don't. I must have did this because I entered the U.S. I normally use Celsius, but right now we're on that in Massachusetts. It's negative two, and then in uh, in Portugal in the Azores, it's 16 degrees, which is not bad because normally, like right now in Kampala, it is 26. So you know it's not too bad. Which normally uh, Kampala is usually around like whatever 23, 24. So it's a little hotter today. Um, but anyway, it's going to be warmer there. I'm really excited. Get to hang out with my folks and uh, eat some amazing food, do some business deals. Yeah, it's, it, I, I can't wait. I just can't wait to get there. Uh, I wish I could get there sooner, but I have meetings, I have appointments, uh, and I have a little bit of downtime, like a day or so with, with some friends and family. So that's going to be great. But for now, that's it for the, that's this for this, uh, that's it here. We're done. We're done with this episode. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the Fearless Millionaire podcast, by the way. Oh, one last thing. This is a PS, PPS, all right? Um, at the event, at the meetup, uh, I, I was playing our playlist, our Fearless Millionaire playlist, which you can listen to on Spotify and you can listen to on Apple Music. So go check it out. It's the Fearless Millionaire playlist. 
And uh, you can just type in Fearless Millionaire and you'll listen to our playlist. It has a combination of great motivating songs and, and really songs that like, you know, not only motivate you, but also get you thinking, right? Um, and uh, But really, they're great motivators. And, uh, and also uh, has great... Um, uh, motivational messages because uh, we've partnered up with Fearless Motivation to deliver those message- messages into our playlist. So be sure to check it out and I'll give you a little hint. Check out the song I Am. Go to our Fearless Millionaire playlist and check out the song I Am. It's really, really good. It's really powerful. Um, so I like to listen to that not only when I'm running, but also when I'm not feeling good or that day I'm just down emotionally and I'm just like, oh man, you know, I need, need to pick me up. You turn on the Fearless Millionaire playlist, and there you go. But thank you so much for listening uh, into our podcast. Please give us a review if you like this podcast. Uh, That helps us get more noticed, and it helps reach more people and more lives to help them gain clarity, confidence, and cash flow. I'll see you on the next one. Hey, Nathan, Eileen Smith here, um, over here, leaving you a message on Anchor. I've enjoyed engaging with you over on Facebook. Just listened to your podcast episode. And I just wanted to let you know that we are doing some real estate stuff here. Actually, I should say my daughter, her name is Nicole Purvey. She has a better than success real estate league. She also has a podcast by the same name. And so I'm learning about real estate from being part of the league. And so this is great for me to hear you talking about real estate on your show as well and how we can build generational wealth with real estate investment. And so I really am digging your content. I also liked your Facebook page and I'm glad we got connected. So thanks so much and I'll talk to you soon. Happy podcasting.